What's going on, guys? It's Fabian Reyes, your host of the DHD podcast, and I'm happy to be sitting here live with my best friend and the guy that we've been trying to get on the podcast physically, Nathan Treviso. What's up, man? What's my, uh, uh, already <laughs> off the gate. Hey, it's okay, bad, man. But uh, only uphill from there. Yeah, I mean, it's been two years since the last time we did like a live podcast, probably more than two years. It's over two years for sure. So, so it's... But thanks for having me. Nice to have you, Glad man. to be here. It's, it's, it feels great. And I'm glad that we were able to plan something out. Um, guys, Nate's a very best friend, like I say, in every podcast that he's been in and any season that has led up to this point. Um, he's been there from the start, starting with Power Hour with Fob, just giving a little bio before we get into anything. And I know there's going to be some clips hopefully coming out from that. Um, even the headshot that was put in the graphic that we use was a headshot that we got from um, Power Hour with Fob. So, dude, the history is there. And now I'm glad we get to bring it full circle and sit here and have like a legitimate, you know, good quality podcast. Yeah. Um, you were sick last time, too. I was sick the last two times, I think. Really? I'm going to have to uh, check back on record. Maybe for not. No, I've been sick before, though, on the podcast. This is at least like the second or third time that I was sick. You but, know, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll I, was, I was really sick that last time. Yeah, that, I, I could, now. I could hear it in your voice and I was like, <laughs> man, I hope he doesn't mind. Like if we still push forward with, you know, getting this yeah. out, I thought it was a, a, still a good podcast for what we could do with, um, just being, you know, over, it wasn't even zoom. It was just over like a phone call. An actual phone yeah, call. It was yeah, an actual I felt phone more call. like, um, like those ESPN radio shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I that. like, I don't know. Sometimes those episodes are needed just because I feel like the, the sound quality just it's, it's so organic and it feels raw. Yeah. And real. Say, it's like more, more real that way. Yeah. yeah. Especially because it wasn't just like me calling in like a quick 15 segment mm-hmm. minute segment or something like that. It was like a whole, we did like an hour almost. Yeah. No, we pushed, we pushed an hour. And I think that's the great thing about Nate guys is we, we work off each other very well. I would say, we we're somewhat veterans when it comes to the podcast game, because we've been doing this since 20, I would say 2018, 2019, uh, 2019, 2019. So that's when we started back at NMSU, but I wanted to start off with how have you felt these last three years or the three times that you've been on the podcast? How do you feel like you've grown, you know, individually? It's funny, like, uh, definitely three different versions of myself each time. Uh, definitely. Yeah. You know, obviously not sick. So that's like a whole completely different version. The, the, even the time before that, that would have been early 2020, late 2020, 2021. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, I had just started teaching. I was barely in my, I mean, I was still in the first year, but I must've been, I don't remember when we did it. If it was Jan- I think it was January, somewhere around there, right? I believe we caught you we caught you on BHD right before or right as you started your teaching job. And I think we talked a little bit about um, you know, what it was like being in a classroom and you right. know impacting kids' lives and whatnot. And then before that, I think we were still in college. Yeah, definitely. The yeah, time we were that. in college and then the third time, I would say I think there might have been four, but the third time was um, closer to when you were sick it was the sick time right before I came up here. Yeah. And then this, this might be the fourth actually. Since graduating? Since graduating. The third. Yeah. Third. Okay. Yeah. So, cause we did the final power hour kind of turning into BHD. I think. No. Cause we did a few. We've oh, done yeah, a Cause I, I don't know. It's cause we did those two here. So, but those were still 
during yeah, the crux yeah. time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are during crux time. So I would say it's about three or four that you've yeah. sat here on actual, like our new branded BHD content and BHD podcast. Yeah. So. For, and like the, the relaunch. Yeah. This is definitely like the third time. And how do you, how does it feel? You know, just thinking back and I know it's kind of challenging. It can be just depending on what, you know, just we had alcohol involved last time and the last couple of times that we were on, but um, how do you feel just as a person? We're, we're getting to the age, man. What are we? 25, 26 years old now. Yeah. So it's funny. Um, definitely feel, feel more mature, mm-hmm. but it's earlier this day. I was uh, having a conversation. I was getting my haircut with, I go to Bennett now. Nice yeah, man. So, That's uh, awesome. He and I were talking just like how we should be adults. Like we're older. Like you, Look, do you tell a 20 year old that you're 25? They look at you like you're an old man. Oh, most definitely. And it's right. But like when I was 20, I was definitely so much more stupid than I was now. But even now, I definitely don't really feel like an adult. I don't feel like a kid as much anymore. Definitely still like there'll be times. I understand your mindset. Yeah, Yeah. I understand it. It's we do grown up things, but my mindset still says that I'm young and I could make the dumb mistake of staying up till two in the morning, right. you know, I'm still waking up at eight, but I don't have the energy that I did in college. Whereas I could get four hours of sleep and go to class and go to work and then maybe work another job. Whereas now it's like, if I don't get that full seven, man, it's right. I'm hurting the next day. I don't even mean that. I mean like, like I'll, there'll be times I legit walk into my house and I sit down and I'm like, okay, when, when is like everyone else getting here? Or like I'm walking into work and I'm like, no one's going to stop me. Like I like I'm actually qualified to do this. Like, okay. I still, yeah. Like, the responsibility. Right. Uh-huh. And I think a part of that honestly is kind of cause of COVID like I've kind of feel like, uh, like almost lost two years. So like really kind of more like 23, you know what I mean? That almost makes sense. Like, yeah. Like, it kind of, 24. yeah. It kind of put our age on pause and just yeah. the life experiences that we could have, you well, know, like, we had to like, made mature and like, we were just kind of shot into, adulthood really like, you know, we didn't really get graduation. Well, we that's, legit went from being that's, students and that's to an important, working. yeah, that's an important thing to kind of go over is, um, the time that Nate and I graduated college guys, it was legit smack middle of COVID when this stuff was like legit stay in your house, curfews, Walmart closes at 4 PM. Yeah. yeah. That was what, that was the era we graduated in. So yeah, I can agree with that because when I graduated, it was in this household right here. Yeah. I had my parents and I think my sister was here and that was it. On like, the, was it, did you have it on the oh, screen? I had it on the screen right <laughs> here. Like we were watching it, both screens. We know we had, we bought out lunch from somewhere uh-huh. and it was like, oh, so-and-so graduated. Oh, no, Nathan Treviso graduated. Okay. Boom. It's like, yeah. what next? Yeah. You know, I don't know if that, that was, was the same sense for you. I was thought. just like, okay, what's, what's, what's going on yeah. next? And that's how I felt after high school, but it was different with this one because it's like, I felt more connected to the work and I think a lot of it is because it was doing oh, stuff it was like so, I enjoyed. And yeah. Like, you just tied it into, I could tie everything that I was doing leading up to my last day of my assignment or paper. And I could say, I know this is going to pay off when I get this career. Yeah. Like I had, a, we had, uh, I was in documentary photography at the time and uh, we had a, the whole class, like main project you're working on is documenting like different little towns and villages around the mm-hmm. area. Like, Messia, uh, La Mesa. Bruce Berman guys. Match, yeah. Goat. I think he's Goat. still there because I, I, I need to take Dang. two more classes and That's awesome. uh, his, his name is still on there. Cause he had been saying that he was going to retire. He's getting, take a sabbatical. He was getting, up there. He was getting pretty we sick. We had right? like yeah. no cartilage at all in his knees. So he needed yeah. to have like a double knee replacement, but he can't do that in work obviously at the same time. And he didn't want to stop working. Yeah. That's tough. Shout but out it, to that guy. Um, yeah. He's the reason I got into photography and, and still continue, but it's a retweet right there. Um, we uh were 
basically making a book, you know, that like that, that was the end final assignment is right. making a book. And, um, I had made a book the semester previous for that class, photojournalism. And it wasn't like great because it was, um, I didn't really put that much time into it. And, and the pictures were taken when I didn't know what it was going in there. Okay. But this whole one, you know, like, you know what you're making, you know what it's going to be like. And, um, we did Las Cruces and Mesilla and that was it. Like we were supposed to go to, um, I don't really, I don't know if it's La Mesa where, where Chopez is the bar. Yeah. It's in La, that's Mesa. La Mesa. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to, I like, think so. I, I believe it's in La Mesa. We were supposed to meet there one time. Like that was our next town, um, to take pictures and everything. Cause we had, our class was like Thursday afternoons once a week. And that was the reason and they were long. It was like three hours so that we could go out. Yeah. And shoot. That's what, you get closer to like your graduating years and you know, they way bigger gradually yeah. get smaller in size, but longer in and terms intensity. of, yeah. And in intensity and in hours because of the amount of work that you got to do, especially in, you know, the path that we took. Yeah. So we were supposed to meet there. Uh, I got rain. We got rained out, uh, like two days in a row or so, maybe two weeks. And then, Legit, like we were about to go out again to try and shoot that uh-huh. neighbor or that town, that little neighborhood, and uh, everything was shut down. And like the next few assignments were just kind of shot around our houses and like our immediate neighborhoods because that was all we could do. And it's, it's that was not pretty the same. Like that was probably the thing that bun me out the second most behind not actually graduating. I yeah yeah, and I I think with any sort of like concrete career that you're going into that you need that experience of field work to get, you know, better at what your craft and what you're trying to do. It's important to have that stuff. And for having that taken away from us, especially in the smack middle of, it was March. Like if you guys remember, this was March. So we were on the back end of our, our senior year. We were so close to graduating. We needed a month and a half, maybe two months. People are finishing up earlier than that. And for this thing called COVID to come in and swipe us, swipe everyone, you know, and put them in a different situation. I was doing the same things you were, man. I was yeah. doing work, you know, in my backyard, in my garage, yeah. trying to find different areas to get, you know, inspiration and just get work turned in so I could at least graduate. Cause yeah. I went through a process where I was like, dude, I'm not even, I'm barely passing. Like yeah, right too. after spring break, I was like, dude, I'm barely passing right now. I don't know what's going on. Like, cause we got, especially we got those, that three week spring break and professors mm-hmm. were just like, yeah. Like take a break. Like we don't no know. No one was reaching on. out to anyone. No one knew what was going on really. Yeah. Like it wasn't until maybe that a, a week and a half into that spring break that they were like, okay, uh, we know at least we're going on all on zoom and then we'll let you know when we know more. Yeah. No one was really prepared for it. And again, guys, it's just, it, it was frustrating. And I feel like sometimes it is, especially when you come off of graduation weekend month, you know, that time of year where you see people graduating from college and it's like, I'll always, you know, pay respect to people. And yeah. I think it's huge to like celebrate people that graduate with a degree in anything, yeah. but just for having ours taken away, it's like, we worked so hard for the stuff yeah. that we were trying to do. So it's a bummer missing out on all that. Um, so, but to flip it over on the, you know, more positive side of things, I feel like you in general, man, have like changed your perception and your outlook and your like path on how you've moved about all of this. You know, like, I feel like I've seen a different side of you that I haven't seen ever and it's like you're starting to know what you want to do which is really cool because i remember there's a while i'd ask you like yo what are you trying to do man and you're just like honestly dude i don't even know i'm just trying to make you know ends me to make money and right. just live life so and i still a part of me still like that i mean luckily you know i have a, a career that's pretty solid right i say career loosely um i, I mean you're doing a good thing you know it's a career for, it's, for now it's, yeah, yeah it's a career for now but i think you're you're doing more 
good for other people right. than, you know, you may think for yourself. Right. So that's and, cool. and that's why, and I think we had talked about that probably, I'm sure on the earlier podcasts, mm-hmm. as I had mentioned with the scholarship I'd got and the Daniels fund, they are big on, you know, you using the, that opportunity to give back and oh, yeah. give back. And so that's kind of why I gave myself the five years of teaching uh, because I, you know, I was in college for five years. So it's like almost like repaying that debt. Um, it's a smart way to look at it too. Yeah. You know, I think it looks good on a resume. Like people, like no matter what career field I end up going into, people are going to look at that and like, Oh wow, you were a teacher for five years. That's interesting. Like if you could deal with that, you could deal with a lot and of shit. That's, I think that's the most important thing about being any sort of educator or working with kids in general is like, you're putting yourself aside, bad day, good day, things going on in your life and you're molding kids brain, right. you know, you're molding them and making an impact in their lives every single day to where whatever you teach them, if they say they're not going to learn it at that point, they're going to take it outside school with right. them. So that's more powerful than I feel like any type of work that you can do for anyone. Right. And it's, I think for me, it shaped me to find out what I wanted to do. And BHD was that answer, you know, and for you, it could shape your answer or it could shape a clear road for you and right. lead you down a different path or whatever it is that you want to do. But I feel like I've seen so many good, positive things that you've done, you know, just yeah. by teaching and hearing you talk about it. Yeah. They like, like coaching, like I was telling, I think we talked about that on the last one, like yeah. coaching, like I would, if it wasn't for teaching, I, I would have definitely never coached. Like I had thought about it in the past, but I just, you know, I didn't have the patience and then to just mm-hmm. to kind of be forced into it almost. It was like, okay, well, I guess we're doing this. We'll make the best. And you said yes. And that's the cool part. Like I've been trying to get it back on the mindset of I get to, um, right. and I will instead of like, I have to, or I should. And, you know, sometimes those situations you got to get put into and just, you know, take it as it is and just right. move forward with it. And I think it was cool, man. Yeah. It's funny. Cause like, like you said, like the, I get to, like, I remember when everything was closed and there was like, you just, it was every day. It was just wake up, find something to do, go to sleep, wake up the next day. I like told myself like, like when I'm in class or when I'm in at work or something, yeah. like, like, Oh, I, I have to do this. I get mm-hmm. to like obviously I, yeah. like a few months later, I was probably at work. Like, God damn, I don't want to be here. Oh, it's human nature. It's human nature. And I think thoughts like that, just, you know, they're in your conscience constantly, but like you can reframe any sort of idea, which again is something that I've been trying to do better for myself is just reframing things and re you know, directing them into a different way and just saying, okay, like, man, I don't feel good right now, but it's like two years ago, we were all inside. Like you mentioned watching TV for 12 hours straight. (laughs) You were coming over to my apartment and we, you know, we were cooking and probably drinking three to four. We made the best of it. Three to four. We did, but I was, I felt so gross back then. Like yeah. I look at how I was looking back then and I'm like, dude, I don't ever want to look like that again. Yeah. You know, like I just felt I so nasty. I wasn't working out at all. And, and I, was I wasn't like, oh, either. No, gonna, I was this time to get, yeah, I was barely doing out. anything. Like I was eating a lot and I was drinking, not a lot, but I was just drinking because I felt like that was the only thing that was appropriate right. to do. That was like the only thing to do. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's what alcohol is usually there for. You know, is when people are bored and that's like, that was like when, the it, when you're bored and when you're down, it's just yeah. like, man, we had so many plans and you know, you yeah. may have so many ideas that you wanted to get done in the summer, the last summer before you actually got to like find a job or how right. you want to look at it. And you know, we handled it the way we did, but I think the most important part was, you know, we're sitting here today and we're getting ready to step into a weekend, you know, for this, it's just an opportunity for both of us, but to get back into your shooting skills and, you know, yeah. you've been working on that and just get back into a creative realm that we, I feel like sometimes can get neglected. Right. And, and with photography, it's one of those things. It's so easy to like, 
just kind of let slip by the wayside. Cause like, it's, it's like, well, I, I all I got to do is just pick up the camera and go shoot. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a lot easier to not pick up the camera and go shoot than it is sometimes, you know? And it sucks like in a place like Las Cruces, there's not much opportunity to go out and get photos. You know, everything's the same every day, but, um, just try, got to try to take advantage of those times. And there's been a few times lately, lately that I've been, you know, like, Oh, this will be nice to take the camera. But I had recently got a film camera. Oh, and so sweet. I've been shooting a lot on that, but I, I've been wanting to develop all like my own film cause it's cheaper. Right. Um, and it, it seems like fun, but, um, I just barely got like all of the supplies I need. So okay. that's, that's something I'll definitely be doing in the next few weeks. Hopefully he's developing that's just, some. Yeah. Film. That's just another skill to have under your, under your belt, especially cause I feel like film photography. is So like it's, it's its own, it's its own identity and it's, it's an acquired taste. Like you right. gotta either be fully in to film photography or you just gotta be like, uh, like you can't just be like, Oh, I'll give it a try. Cause right. You, you won't ever, you know, fully grasp or understand what the, what the true feeling or the true like appreciation right. of it is. And I think it, it's, it, it, it honestly makes you better at, uh, just regular photography because, you know, you're limited on your shots and you don't get to see what it is. So you really got to know, like you got to pick your shots and yeah. you gotta make sure it's uh -huh. everything's a hundred percent how you, you want to plan everything out yeah. and see it first and then, you know, shoot it like they always yeah. say and. I, I, I can understand that. I remember like the cool part was, is that Bruce taught both of us and I had the similar, you know, influence from him. Like he really got me developed into photography. I had some decent skills, but I feel like he polished me to become like a pretty good photographer at the time. And, um, having that kind of course about what film photography was and taking us through the process yeah. and the dark room and just how things were going. Like, it was just so cool to see what was Did going on. Did you do the, that pinhole camera? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I really I really enjoyed that um, that assignment. And again, you appreciate right. having a DSLR or having a mirror or mirrorless camera with you shooting because it's just so much easier. And you, I feel like you're so much more confident when you go up to oh, like a, a certain thing or an event or a subject and taking pictures for that. Well, it's funny. Um, like I was talking or I was watching a movie uh, and it was... Um, it was a sports movie. It was a football one. And it was based in like the nineties. Uh, but like, you know, the, it's about this kid from, uh, Arkansas who like wants to play for the Razorbacks. Okay. He's like, a, he's like kind of undersized, but he's a big kid. And like, he eventually works his way on But spoiler. He passes away. Sorry. It's a true story. So it's not really much of a spoiler alert. I can't remember the don't, name. Don't the ever get on guys. Twitter guys. If you don't want a show <laughs> or a movie spoiled, cause Nate will be that guy. Um, the kid that's Brandon something. I can't remember the name. It's on, it, was, it was on YouTube for free and we watched it like the last week of classes because it was on YouTube for free. Yeah. One of the kids was like, Oh, I've seen that one before. It's pretty good. But anyway, his brother, like uh, once he finally makes it onto the team, his brother's taking pictures and he's got like this old film camera yeah. and all the other photographers obviously at that time had film cameras. And it's just crazy. Like when I was shooting sports, like you just kind of like, shoot almost like a hundred frames for one player, like, Oh yeah. 50 at least. But. Yeah. You see, I mean, you look back at, you know, history all the time when it comes to photography and you just see that shot, you know, it could be the Muhammad Ali looking right. over here. Like you didn't have a monitor in your face showing you the picture right after you took it and being able to say, Oh, okay. I need to get closer. Oh, okay. Maybe I need to back up or focus here. Like they were all just taking it out of like, hope this works. Yeah, Like <laughs> we'll, we'll give this one a shot, but it's, 
again, it's all appreciation for, you know, the, yeah. the way it's developed and w- the way we've kind of progressed into this whole digital age of things. But, um, like I, was I will say that, though, sorry, but no, uh, you're fine. even with like the digital age, I think the most, the high, most high pressure type of photography is wedding photography. Oh, that's, I would never want to shoot. And it, that's funny that you mentioned that. Cause I've, um, I was having this conversation with my girlfriend. She has a friend that she's very, very polished in her photography. She has a business. She's very successful. And my cousin, he does wedding videography. He has his own company, but they do like, he does a video, his buddy does a photo. And I was like, dude, I would never want to do wedding photography. Like videography, maybe, but videography, I I would, I'd put my hand up for videography, photography. You missed that one moment. Yeah. The, uh, them putting the ring yeah, on oh, and, yeah. and your hand slips the or ring, something's just the not kiss, working. The cake, the, the dance. There's like, like four or five pictures you absolutely have to get. Oh, yeah. If you miss any of those, it's, it's yeah. screwed. And that's, that's just so much pressure. Yeah. Like that's I, way too much. If someone asked me like, oh, you do photography, I'd be like, yes. But what kind of photography are you looking yeah, for? Because if weddings. they said wedding, I'd be like, you need to give me at least three or four. Like I will happily take pictures for you but as more of yes. like a behind the scenes like i will get whatever else that i can add and compliment right. towards the photographer you're gonna pay yeah but don't think you're gonna come pay me that much money to shoot your pictures because i will miss that i shot. would do like engagement photos oh yeah like, you know like those well it's like controlled like controlled environments i can completely do but one thing is about any sort of event regardless of how much money they're putting into the wedding in this case lighting is everything and you know that like lighting is everything and sometimes these places like even high school gyms are so dim they're so dark you need to flash and sometimes you got to flash you're going to piss off a lot of people that are trying to eat their (laughs) dinner you know or they're going to just have a weird reaction when you you know when you take the shutter or you hit the shutter like there's just so many things that has to go into play when it comes to all that stuff yeah but that's why i love photography it's like such a challenge and like I think we've talked about this before. It's so addicting. Like you get that one good shot and then it might take, you know, a, a few weeks or a month or so before you get oh, that yeah. next one. But you're just waiting for that next one. Every that time. next one. And then I've, I've had this conversation before. Um, I sat with a guy, really cool, really cool dude. He's a, he's a photographer and videographer out in Arizona. We went and had a couple of beers the other day and we we're talking about everyone thinks that, you know, it's a skill to shoot. It's a skill to take video and it's really not. The, the skill is to have a creative eye for it, right. but to also have the post-production skill set to go and polish those, you Especially know, with p- video. pictures that, oh yeah, most definitely. And I think even a picture that is being used for a print, you know, newspaper or publication, you still have to go in and lev- out, like level out things. Right. You still got to go and burn things or dodge things. Like you got to make sure that it looks crisp enough because that is right. your name on it. Especially like newspapers, like you have to, like there's what you see on your computer and what everyone's going to see, you know, like maybe on the internet or on Twitter, but then on like the actual paper itself, it's going to be different. Like they have to, I think yeah. they have yeah. to adjust the levels there's and everything. A levels that need to be adjusted differently. Um, the color it's completely different when it comes to paper, depending on what kind of paper it is. Like the, the whole rendering of the digital, you know, things, it's just like, Oh, is this going on a website? Oh, is this going on like a social media post? Like so many things in, in depth that you could get into, but we're getting too weedy. And I feel like, you know, <laughs> this talk for the next one. Yeah. This is, this is great stuff to have, you know, probably out and just eating some casual dinner or whatnot, but just to get back on track with, you know, how, how things have shaped and have how, how we've grown, man. What do you feel like are um, a couple of items that you are stressing on yourself to really, or not stressing, you're working on yourself to really like get to the point that you want to get to every day? 
Um, that's a good question. Uh, really, like always and still, my biggest problem is just procrastinating. And, you know, like there's stuff at work that like I know I have to do and it's like fairly easy, but just like, I just don't want to do it sometimes, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, uh, it doesn't matter if it's important or not that important. Like I just, I'll put it off. And that's just, I don't know. That was always my nature as a student and it's just kind of transferred over. Unfortunately, it's a, yeah, it's, that's just a bad habit. I feel like for a lot of people, I'm not even gonna say everyone, but I can, I'm up there in that. I'm like, I know this is a priority, but I prior, I try to prioritize everything and I'm like, this is not as much as a priority as this up here. Right. So I can get away with a day and then right. a day turns into another day and then an hour and it's like, <laughs> yeah, last minute. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. And I think we talked, we, I know we've talked about a lot of this, but, uh, it's just like it becomes addicting almost because like you keep getting away with it and it's just like, yeah, well, I know I don't, I really can get away with putting it off for another day. It's like, yeah, there, I feel like there's a certain time that you hit where it's just like, Oh, okay. This was a wake up call. Like, okay, maybe I shouldn't wait this long or like, I feel like there, there comes a sense of that. Or maybe you tell yourself that. And I think that's the cool part about it is because the overall theme and you know, the, the talks that we have and it's always because of how close we are, it's always, you know, how can we get better from this day on? Right. And, you know, there may be a commonality of, oh, I need to stop procrastinating. And you may have said that three or four times throughout the podcast, yeah. you know, that, but you may have also said other things that have, you know, you've grown in and you haven't realized right. it. So I think it's just, it's a great platform to have because, you know, sitting here and talking about like what things we can work on, it's just, it makes you accountable for yeah, it because definitely. now like, I feel like we're aware, but now we're fully aware of like, dang, <laughs> I really said this on podcast, so I got to do it now. Yeah, I said it three times. But no, I've, I mean, I've definitely gotten better, a lot better. Um, and just, uh, you know, staying consistent with things. Like um, I just got tired of, like I would work out semi-consistent for a little bit and then off and then semi-consistent and then off. And then it wasn't until recently that I, I was like working out very consistently, like two workouts a day, usually at least five, oh, six days a week. And then, uh, you know, just one bad weekend and then it, it like, Sets sets you back like two three weeks. Oh but, man, uh, bad a bad weekend or just being sick for a couple of days yeah. or coming off a of vacation. Vacation. That's what bad. that's what hit me is we got back from Vegas and I tried stepping in the gym and I, it took me a week and a half to get back to like actually being conditioned right like back to the strength that I wanted to be at or where I was at. So right. No, but very I, I I definitely feel like a lot better than even this time last year, you know, or even at the beginning of this year. But, um, just like that. And, uh, just, I've, I've been trying to re- get, uh, reading a lot more. I set myself oh, a little book list this summer. I, I want to at least read like five books. Okay. Two just kind of for pleasure and two, you know, like, um, that would help me out, you know, just, yeah, like, we got some <sighs> philosophy type, right. you know, um, Self-development, like yeah, I, self-development. Yeah, for yeah sure. I love, I love stuff like that. The, uh, uh, the one I really need to read and I want to read, um, is a leadership book. Oh, okay. It's former Navy SEAL, Jocko oh, Willink. Yeah. He, oh, my dad loves that dude. Yeah, he's he, awesome. he's always watching his YouTube's and sending yeah. it to me. He's but, hardcore, man. Yeah, he is. He, I don't. Okay, and I call it motivation because that's really what it comes down to when it, when he when it gets to YouTube. Um, but his type of like, I feel like his type of speech is very different to all these other different like motivation speakers and, you know, inspirational speakers. Like he right. speaks with a different direction and tone and I think it makes him unique. Right. You know, he, he's more like, um, no one's going to come save you. You got to do it yourself. 
So get get toward. And it's like, like all from past experiences right. and previous experiences where a lot of these guys, it's like, yes, they do come from like a very, you know, it's a different upcoming, not maybe that hard, but not to say it was easy, but sometimes they throw in like, I feel like they throw in analogies that maybe they weren't really into or it was a little far-fetched. Right. And this guy is like throwing in hardcore stuff every right. time. And it's like, oh, this dude lived that every day. Right. Yeah. He, he, know, he knows what works and what doesn't because he, uh-huh. he, he's lived through it and he's gone through the the successes and the failures. And I think that's like the most important thing, you know, with life is honestly is the failing because it's in those failures that you can look at what you're doing wrong, what your weaknesses are, what you need to, you know, readjust and focus in on. And I think um, that's kind of almost what I feel like I've been going through the last three years, almost not necessarily failing, but just trying things out. doesn't really work. Okay, try the next thing. Yeah. This is working. Keep doing that, you know, and just kind of not like getting trial down. And error. Right, exactly. And not and just really try not to get down on things that don't work out my way, you know, because okay, well, there's nothing you can do about it. So, yeah. let's see what what can we do now. And if it's not something that I can do, you know, myself to take care of, then there's no point in stressing about it. Do you feel like environment has to do with a lot of that result of your mindset of like, oh man, like you tried it one thing, you tried the second thing, like, oh, here we go again. Like, do you feel like what you're putting yourself in and like the overall like experience you're going in through that time has a lot to do with, you know, what you're thinking about or what, what may be happening? Yeah, I think so. Like, um, like if you were put in a new environment and you were to like fail exactly the way you failed, you know, previously, do you feel like you would have that like killer instinct to just be like, all right, I'm just going to give this another try. Like it's going to work out. Or would you kind of be a little down on yourself if you're speaking honestly? Are you saying like me right now? Yeah. So like, say like a previous, like, like you mentioned, like you've been trying out things or like, there's a couple of times you tried like different situations or different mindsets out and it didn't work. And your environment is your house and your environment is Las Cruces. If you're to step out of that environment, would you have that same, like, mindset of failing or would it be like more of a, Oh, this was more of an opportunity. Like I, I can, you know, do this better. I can do this better. Right. No, I think you have to like, especially, you know, leaving somewhere we don't ha- or just being somewhere where you don't have like that family support system or even like friends or anything, mm-hmm. you know, like if I were to move anywhere, that's not, you know, here near or like uh, Arizona or excuse me, even like, parts of Texas, like I would really have no family or anyone that I know nearby. So I'd be, you know, on my own, I'd have to just figure it out. And I think if you just focus on those failures and, and you don't try to change and adapt and just kind of be flexible, then you're going to fail no matter where you are. And, oh, then, yeah. and that goes for the same here, you know, but, um, do you think expecting to fail is bad? Was, no. I've always had that question. Like, I don't know. Head. That's a good question. I, I think so. I think so. Cause I think that, that, that holds me back sometimes. Okay. Things. You think it's more of like a personality, like depending on what kind of personality you have, it can affect others differently than someone that, you know, maybe too like too result oriented where he's just like, Oh man, I, I'm going to get this done. And maybe just like, Oh, okay. I could possibly fail. So I'm just going to give the best I got. Right. You know, I think like, it, with me, at least it depends on the situation, obviously, okay. like, like some things bigger than others that I, I care more or less about, Yeah, but I don't know. Like, 
I think like you said, like the result oriented people, they're definitely going to get more discouraged if they don't see immediate results. Uh-huh. And those are the kind of people that have to always be like winning almost to, or else they, they yeah, they got to, they always got to see a concrete like W in their face, right. you know, same with data, like any, any type of job that you get very data oriented in, I feel like that can change your perspective of life and how you live it because you always want to see your, your end result. Right. And I think that's where teaching actually kind of helps with that is because it's such a long process type thing, you know, and you're uh-huh. not going to see those successes right away yeah. and all the time. And they're not going to look like maybe like what you expected, but even making like 1% of progress, you know, is, is, is good. And I think that uh, just knowing that as long as you're moving forward and you know, you're not moving back. I think that's kind of like the most, one of the most important things in life. Like it's huge, man. You, it's, yeah. it's a huge thing to live by. Like, even like you said, your failures or like your trials that didn't work out and there were ended up being errors. They're not really errors because right. you're still moving forward, you yeah. know, like you learn and it shapes who you are. Like I don't like I baseball didn't work out for me and so many reasons like that were meant to not work out than reasons that it was supposed to work out. And right. Like I feel like speaking like freely and individually about myself, I feel like if baseball is a workout, you wouldn't see this side of me. You know, right. like you saw a completely like 360 turnover to where I don't think any of my friends that really knew me thought that I had any of this creative aspect in, so in myself. It's funny you say that. Um, like I said, I've been working out recently and it's, I've been using this app called fit on. Okay. And there's this guy on there, Kenny, Kenny something, I forget his name, but he, he was, he played baseball like his whole life and Sweet. Like played college baseball. And then like, it wasn't until after playing baseball that he started getting into like more serious, like about working out and uh-huh. like, he's like big on like philosophy and like That's reading awesome. all sorts of things. And it reminded me of that. Like, like you have to, it's like, I was wondering if there's like something with baseball and that connection or just sports. Dude, in general it's just that, like, yeah, like it's people. like sports in general. I feel. And the crazy part is like, I haven't, I thought I was like very few of people that had like the sort of story that I had about myself. And I've run into like photographers you know, influencers that have the same kind of like theme and storyline of mine. And I'm like, dude, this is, this is it. This is, this is the answer. The answer is, you know, regardless if it was a sport, but you get so tied into something and you really think it's going to be your whole life Mm -hmm. and you get out of it and you just turn into a completely different person in a positive way. Like the whole creative aspect of things, but I think it has a lot to do with it. You know, and I think a lot of it has to do with um, switching up your environment every now and then may not be moving to a different state, but like, sometimes you just got to get out, you know, yeah, you, you got to get uncomfortable. Yeah. You got to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation you got to sacrifice. I feel like anytime that I watch or I do research on any sort of like six figure people, every three things that they have in common is they had a sacrifice, mm-hmm. they had a low and they had struggle. a reason they had that why, you right. know? And it's like, I don't think it gets any, you know, more clear than that. It's just right. some people don't want to listen and just take it into consideration. Right. Or, or they just want to stay comfortable and they don't want to. Exactly. I think that's the yeah. most I think being comfortable is the most dangerous thing you can, that can happen. I love life. cruises, man. Like this is my home. This is always going to be, this grounds me. This humbles me. This every coming back home, like just being around, you know, you guys, like you guys bring me back to a level that I feel like, damn, this is where I'm rooted from. But at the same right. time, it's a comfortable place. Right. And. That's scary. Comfortability will kill you. Like, yeah, it's, it's scary, easy to man. just, you know. It can be a comfortable place because I don't feel like, and I feel like I would tell you 
Like if I thought that you're getting comfortable, that's why I feel like when we do have like our conversations and I call you, I'm like, Hey man, so what's your plan? Like, what are you trying to do? Like I ask you, I ask Brandon, I'll ask Brittany, like, well, what's your, what's your plan? What are you trying to do? And I feel like, especially with you, I've heard a different thing every time, which is good, you know, cause you're always thinking ahead. And I feel like that's all I want for my friends is to always want more for themselves because of the work they put in. Right. And I think like life is, life is short, you know, like it can end at any time, but it's also long. You know what I mean? Like I'm hoping that I live 50 is not old, man. Right. Like 50 is not old, especially, you know, the, the age of medicine and stuff we're living in. Like there's a good chance we live to a hundred and are like comfortable in our nineties. Oh yeah. Especially we take care of ourselves. Right. That's what it comes down to is, you know, taking care of your body and just for longevity reasons, like 50 is not old. And I learned that from a couple of different people. I'm like, yeah, that's true. And so being only 25 or, I mean, you know, I'd like to think I'm only a quarter of the way there. So like, yeah, like imagine like playing a video game and being like, Oh, this is fun. Like it's probably almost done. Right. And you look, and it's like, Nope, only at 25%. Yeah. So it's like, you can't let small moments or just even short periods of time kind of define where you're at or where you're heading. I refuse to let that happen. Yeah. I feel like my high school and my college version of myself had a lot of those memories that I should have really just been more in tune with and just lived in them. And I was always looking for the next big thing. You know, I was always looking for that same experience. And now I'm like moments like these, you know, doing podcasts at home, seeing my family, eating dinner with them. It's like, those are the moments that I appreciate the most because they're all working towards this common thing of, you know, being successful and living a longer life and being happy. Right. Yeah. Um, like I said, like if, if you, like if someone were to come up to me and say, Oh, you're the exact same person. Like you were in high school. Like that would be terrible. Or like even now, or like I would, if I, 10 years down the yeah. road, like someone says, Oh, you're the exact same person you were when you were 25. Sheesh. Like, that's terrible. You should always be changing. Sheesh. That's, like, that's nuts. You that should not want to stay yeah. the same. You know what I mean? Like I would, I feel like, yes, you want to stay consistent in like how you maybe like, uh, you know, like your morals and what you stand like, for. Yeah, but, yeah. Like you're but, the same person. Like, right. Oh, you're exactly. just the same old dude. I'm like, yeah, I, and that's nuts. I'm very happy that I haven't heard that yet. And I'm kind of glad because I feel like there are so many things, you know, for anyone that people can just, you know, you hear that comment and I would probably be so hurt by that. I'd be like, okay, this is it. And not, yeah. Gotta, and not even like personality switch. wise or anything, like even just interest wise, it's like, wow, you have the exact same interest. Right. You're, well, you're reading the same exact. Or it all goes hand in hand. Like it plays like a cause and effect and everything. It's just like personality will affect choices that will affect the interest that you have in right. those choices. And it's, it's just revolving around everything that you're doing. And, you know, we graduated college and I still not many people do that, but you know, we could have graduated college and be like, all right, cool. Like it's kind of it for us. Like, right. We'll take that that decent, you know, full-time paid job with benefits and some people that's their happiness and I'm, that's perfect for them. But right. there's always more for others that are out there that, you know, want to achieve more. There's always more to be achieved. Definitely. And, you know, and that's kind of why I don't really want to stay in education too long. You know, um, there's only so much that you can do and, you know, like the next level would be admin and I definitely would not want to do that. Yeah. So it's just one of those things, you know, just kind of, do one thing until you find the next thing. And, you know, as long as you're not the benefits are backwards. Huge. Yeah. I think yeah. The benefits are huge. You can always still be your own person outside of that, you know, that eight to five o'clock or eight to four o'clock. And right. 
you know, you're working to a bigger goal. And I think that's most important and you're doing it the right way. You know, you're not taking these kids and taking it out on them. Right. Like saying, Oh, I'll just have this to get paid. I don't even want to be here yeah. you know, with these stupid kids or whatever. But I think it's working for you, man. And you know, overall very happy to do you sit here physically with you and, you know, just go over a bunch of stuff that we got to go over. And I think it's going to work out for both of us in the long run. Definitely. I think it's, I think we're heading in the right direction. I agree. And that's all that, that you can hope for. Kind of have said it better myself, my man, Nate, thank you so much, dude, for, you know, coming on. And I just can't wait to enjoy the weekend with you guys. Yeah. And, looking you know, forward to it. It's going to be fun. We're I think we'll, getting started. I think we'll get another one in by before I head out. So I'm down for that. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get a pleasure to be on. Yeah, man. I, I appreciate it. So we'll let you guys go and uh, we'll be back soon.